In October 2020, Britain's first true crime conference will take place in Birmingham. We'll be analysing why so many of us are fascinated on who did it, how were they detected, what happened in court. We are First Look TV, producers of series like the Netflix and Discovery Channel hit Inside the Mind of a Serial Killer, of Evil Up Close, which has been seen in over 70 countries, The Lady Killers and Ten Steps to Murder, which is broadcast on Discovery Quest Red in the UK, and the Justice Channel in the US. At True Crime Live, you'll get the chance to speak in person to the man who captured one of Britain's most notorious killers, to interview the barrister who defended the woman that hired her own husband and son to kill her lover, and join some of the top forensic psychologists who help the police create profiles of the killers they want to put behind bars. It's going to be an event like no other. True Crime Live podcasts like this will be available throughout 2020 with the stories that we've been telling through the words of those left behind, those who detect a murderer and those who helped put them behind bars. I'm Will Hanrahan and this is a podcast brought to you by True Crime Live. Episode 1. Who killed Jackie Riggs and her lover, Anthony Anastasi? It was a summer's day in 2013 when Anne-Marie Anastasi was confronted by an ugly scene. Her husband had moved his mistress into the family home that was in Maryland. She seemed cool about it. She was also cool when she made a 911 call. During her initial interviews with the police, Ms. Anastasi had a very stoic attitude, a very, this is just what it is and I'm accepting of it. Do you think he shot himself? I don't know. I didn't turn the lights on in the room. Her husband was dead. She'd found his mistress, too, also dead. Maybe they'd argued. Had the lover killed him, then turned the gun on herself? Was it the other way around? A journalist once asked me, why so many of us watch and listen to murder stories? Well, the answer I gave him was this. We need to know, to know the truth of who, how. And why? Most murders can be broken down into a few areas. Love, drugs, greed. Brian Harris, he's a homicide detective, works out of Houston in Texas. The Anastasis appeared a typical American family. Anne-Marie and Anthony Anastasi had been married for 18 years. They had five kids. They lived in a rented home in this little town called Lothian, Maryland. It's about less than an hour from Washington, D.C., and it's a peaceful community. It's a nice house. I mean, it's a nice probably four or five bedroom home on a sizable chunk of land in the southern part of the county, which is pretty rural. They had a rather unconventional marriage. In fact, Anthony had a 25-year-old lover living in the family basement. Now dead, her name was Jackie Riggs. All three adults and the Anastasi kids, or five of them I found out, shared a nice home. So how had that happened? I mean, come on, it's not that usual, is it? The story begins 700 miles away from Arundel County, Maryland, when Anthony Anastasi and Anne-Marie married in Michigan. The Anastasis lived in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, in the Upper Peninsula. Anthony was a volunteer youth hockey coach. During his coaching, he met Ms. Riggs. 
She's 25 years old. Now, Anne-Marie's 43, and her husband is a few years younger. And at some point along the way, some sort of romantic relationship developed that was extramarital to his relationship with Anne Anastasi. Jackie Riggs worked in childcare. Her family would later tell me that she was someone with a soft and gentle nature. She was a loving sister, a loving daughter. She'd moved in with the Anastasis around 2013. At some point in time, the Anastasis left Michigan and moved as a family to Lothian, Maryland in Anne Arundel County. Ms. Anastasi believed at the time that that would be the end of Mr. Anastasi's extramarital relationship with Ms. Riggs. It wasn't. Right now, as I look at the story, I'm thinking, do I believe that 911 call, the one where Anne-Marie had said she just found the two of them dead? Subsequent to the Anastasis moving to Maryland, Ms. Riggs was moved by Mr. Anastasi from Michigan down to Maryland and moved into the Anastasi's basement. Anthony decides he wants to move Jacqueline into the house. Let's have her live with us and we can all live happily ever after. Once she was there, she was maybe not quite a member of the family, but lived there and Ms. Anastasi made dinner and Ms. Riggs would join the entire family for dinner in the evenings. I wanted to know the layout, who slept where, and were things comfortable for Jackie Riggs, the other woman in this story. The physical environment in which Ms. Riggs lived with the Anastasis did not objectively look very pleasant. Concrete floors, no walls, no real privacy in the basement. The basement was unfinished, uh, but it had a bed and some furniture that you would put in a place to make it look like a bedroom. Anthony wanted his younger mistress within easy reach. Downstairs was easy enough, but Anne-Marie wasn't happy. She clearly hoped that the relationship terminated when they moved to Maryland and was very disappointed when Ms. Riggs moved back in with them subsequently. But we never saw anything where she put up some sort of resistance and tried to prevent it. Anne-Marie even tried to make the best of a bad situation. That's when investigators believe that she joined in. The little bit that I know about it was that Ms. Anastasi stated that at one point in time, Mr. Anastasi had convinced her to engage in sexual activity with him and Ms. Riggs, but Ms. Anastasi said that only ever happened the one time. She didn't like it and refused to participate in that ever again. Perhaps not surprisingly, Anthony's young lover soon became the main focus of his attention. Anne-Marie, his wife of 18 years, she was sidelined. Suddenly, this threesome is becoming a twosome. It's like three's a crowd and Anne-Marie isn't invited. So now Anthony and Jacqueline are having sex more often and Anne-Marie is on the outs. Pretty soon before she knows it, Anne-Marie's husband is basically living with this younger woman down in the basement. If you're wondering if the police believed Anne-Marie was cool about it all, well, they didn't. They arrested her, and they secretly recorded a phone call, too, and that suggested she was far from happy. The problem is, it's not only him. There's also a 24-year-old girl that was dead in my basement. She was a 
moved into my house with me and my five kids. Her should have stayed up in Michigan. She shouldn't have moved down here. She shouldn't have moved into my house. How could she possibly have thought that was gonna go well? And Maria is basically my 18-year marriage is basically over. I've just lost him to this younger woman. The information we developed subsequently when we were listening to her phone calls while she was incarcerated certainly demonstrated that she was incredibly devastated emotionally, and that's what drove her to commit these crimes. So was this a murder-suicide between a lover and his mistress, or a murder by a woman scorned so taking her revenge? This podcast is brought to you by True Crime Live. It's an event being held in Birmingham in October, and you can be there. You'll meet murder detectives, psychological profilers, prosecutors, forensic experts. Visit truecrimelive.com for more information and to guarantee your seat. And join me for episode two of Who Killed Jackie Riggs and Anthony Anastasi. <laughs>